Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford Alp. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. As uh, we've got a big show for you today, Miami Dolphins uh, back in the victory column. They defeat the New England Patriots 22 to 12. They bring their record to nine and five. They stay at the number seven spot, uh, playoff spot, um, with that win. And uh, of course, the Dolphins' road to the playoffs is a difficult one, which we'll get into. But uh, the most important factor in that is that they're in their in control of their own destiny so we'll keep that uh in mind for right now uh with the dolphins victory over the patriots the patriots are now eliminated from the playoffs uh first time in a long long time so that's uh that's pretty sweet for a dolphin fan um the dolphins have basically watched the new england patriots dominate this division for two decades and uh the ironic part of that is that before this, the Dolphins had dominated winning that division, uh, and they controlled, I mean, they, they just absolutely controlled both Buffalo and New England. And then if you remember, Buffalo in the late 80s, and then of course through the 90s, took over um, with the Dolphins winning occasionally here and there, 92 uh, you know, I, I believe '94, and then, uh, but for the most part, Buffalo won all those divisions, and then uh, New England came in, and they took what was just an abysmal, abysmal two, three decades of football, and it started with Parcells, but then when Belichick got there, it just they just completely controlled this division. So, um, to put them to bed. You know, obviously, is, is is a very sweet taste for any Miami Dolphin fan. Uh, on the other side of that coin, uh, the Buffalo Bills clinched the division <laughs> with their victory over Denver. So, uh, as as much of a turnaround as we've seen with the Dolphins, uh, keep in mind that the Buffalo Bills may have had even a, a more dominant turnaround as they're one of the better teams in football, and I think that's becoming unarguable. Uh, as you remember, I've seen that progress. I've I've argued with Rich about it, as you know, for the last three, four years. Uh, and uh, and now you can certainly see the Buffalo Bills are a very good football team. Uh, Josh Allen has uh, continued to, uh, I guess, uh, progress in his game. And uh, so the Dolphins now have their hands full uh, in this division with another team, and I think that they will for a while. But putting that all aside, 
get back to where we are. The Dolphins beat the uh, the Patriots, uh, and uh, pretty pretty. I wouldn't say dominating because the offense was certainly lackluster at time, but the defense really held them in check. Two were twenty for twenty six, one forty five. No touchdowns, uh, at least in the air. He, he had another interception, so that's two in a row. Did have the two rushing touchdowns. The big story of the game is the running game. Uh, Salvin Ahmad, 122 yards, and, and Matt Breida with uh, 86 yards. So uh, 208 yards on the ground. Uh, Ahmad with a 5.3 average in the touchdown. The running game really looked fantastic, and if that continues to trend, um, which we're going to get into because me and Rich have had some running back discussions, so uh, if that continues to trend, that's a sign of a very good team. Xavier uh, Howard continued uh, his, 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 I guess, his uh, campaign for Defensive Player of the Year. He would have my vote, and I think he's got a good shot at this. Uh, he has another forced fumble. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, he had that long touchdown return on the fumble that was called back because Wilkins was out of bounds. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he continues uh, to do what he does. And the Dolphin defense, uh, as I said, three sacks on the day. And uh, that that forced fumble uh, is now the 20th takeaway in a, in a row. And uh, they have the record for that. And they're also the only team to have at least one this season every game. So uh, that's basically where we're at, um, and uh, just some sad news that Rich uh, reported, uh, which I'm sure most of you have heard by now, but uh, Hall of Famer Kevin Green um, dies unexpectedly at the age of 58, so that's a shocking uh, thing to come on the air and, and state to you. Um, but uh, as we uh, get into this, like, so we have a big show, um, but I would say, Rich, if you had to pick one thing that uh, you would say it probably is the main reason that the Dolphins were able to regroup after all these injuries, uh, I would assume you would say would be uh, uh, Noah uh, Igmanogany uh, with uh, filling in on the kickoff returns for Grant, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely what <laughs> Am I right on that? Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's definitely what it was. No, I, think yeah. they, I think the main reason they won yesterday was keeping the, you know, the defense keeping them out of the end zone. You know, holding them to field goal attempts, and you know, until we regrouped after that abysmal offensive performance in the first half that we had. Yeah, uh, the defense was—I mean, the offense was definitely sputtering for the first half of this game. Uh, but uh, even though sputtering, we're still able to run the ball, move the chains a little bit. Because if you remember, Rich, they did drive right down to the one yard or, or the five yard line, and then they had yeah, that they interception. I know, there. but you know, those games when we, you know. Even when Marino was there, when we had those games where we got to the one-yard line and we turned it over, we lost those games, remember? You know? Yeah. I remember those Chief games with Sammy Smith fumbling and everything. You know? So right, right. Sometimes you have those 99-yard drives that go the other way, and it's not good. <laughs> you know? No, no, you're right as far as that. I'm just I'm just trying to say uh, you had the Sanders missed field goal and then you had that interception. So the offense was able to move the ball quite a bit. They just didn't get yeah, the we points shut out, on the that's, drives. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, right. So just some well, well, field goal, then we had a, a very bad interception at the goal line. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's safe to say the Dolphins' defense, one of the best in football, certainly is yeah. one of the best. Which you know, if you watch the first few games, you wouldn't believe where you are at this point because they look terrible in the beginning. 
right? Well, I mean, don't forget you had two injuries. Like, wow. You had By- Byron Jones was, was hurt, I and know. then you had – and obviously Xavier Howard was hurt to start the year, which makes it so amazing how – We were getting run all over, too. It wasn't even just the secondary. I mean, Cam yeah. Newton ran all over us like at will last time. You know, it was yeah. horrible. No training camp either, Rich, though. No training camp, I got you. you know? I understand. But I'm saying, I'm saying the vast improvement from the beginning year to now is, I mean, you really, nobody could predict that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Nobody can predict that. Um, but, you know, I, you still have to take notice of it, and it is what it is, right? I mean, at this point, their defense yes. is certainly playing right. at, a, at a very, very high level. And, Absolutely. you know, we, listen, we've went back and forth with the running back situation. I think it might be fair to say that you've underestimated some of these guys because you know that I'm a big Gaskin guy. I think Gaskin does a lot of really good things, and he earned that starting job out of nowhere. Um, but uh, in all fairness, um, you know, Breida, he was a uh, he was a known guy in that 2017 draft. Uh, you know, he may not have been, you know, drafted, but my point is he was a known guy, you know, coming out of there with something to prove. So he's a young talent. And I said last week and, you know, a, a couple weeks ago where Brita was responsible, you know, for maybe earning his keep on this team because he had a really, really good game that they wound up winning. Um, I don't remember if it was uh, the, the Jet game or, or – um, uh, maybe the Bengals game, but one of those games, Breida had a really good game. Remember, and I said, you know, hey, listen, he earned his spot, whatever it is, on this team because we had those injuries. And then coming in here, Gaskin's still out. Uh, Ahmed, who I know you like, you do like Ahmed, had a really good game. So when you look at the three of these guys, yeah, you know, you look at the three of these guys, you may not have the running back problem that you think you have. You know, we'll say, we, you know, you got to do it against a better team. You know, you definitely, you know, it was a great game yesterday, but, you know, it's not like you're playing 85 bear defense here, you know. Well, who has you, the 85 bear league? defense in this league? Nobody. But I'm who? saying, let's see if we can do it against the really good run defense. Who? You know, Who's that's the, the really problem. good run defense? The Rams? Buffalo? Who? Buffalo. Buffalo? Okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, I don't think Buffalo's defense is that great. But, yeah, okay. So, so if I, I see what you're saying. I mean, that obviously is the team. And we're going to find that out sooner than later if you're able to go up there and run the ball. That's what you're almost going to have to do. You're playing them in January. You know, we both know personally how that weather is up there and how hard it is to play. Uh, and a lot of times when it doesn't. The only thing I could say about going up there in January, it's not like going up to play the Jim Kelly Buffalo Bills up there in January. You know, they're not really the way with the digs and with the receivers and everything. They're not going to be too happy about playing in bad weather either. You know, I don't care do you where mean? you was are. It, That's not, they're not built for that either, you know? Well, wait, wait, let me just back up, though. See, I, I think that that sometimes helps. It depends if there's going to be if there's going to be snow, right? If there's going to be snow on the ground, we've seen the shootouts in the snow. And that tends to yep. neutralize a team. But if you look at those Jim Kelly teams, I mean, they were always shootouts up there. Those receivers had a field day in that cold weather. Understandable, but they, I don't think this team is is built that way. I don't think they're gonna okay. be. I don't think it's gonna be the same thing. My point is they never done it before. They're they're as they're yeah. as new to this weather as we are. That's my point. You know, okay. it's not like hey, you know the, the warm weather dolphins are going to Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. 
they don't have the Thurman Thomas guy that's going to destroy us. You know, that's right. what I mean. Okay, that's a fair point. And, and you know, uh, what? it'll this, be interesting. This is, is going to be. You think Buffalo is going to be a thorn in our side for years? That can be rectified. I mean, we. I think we have the chance to overtake them next year, big time. Well, no, I think I'm not saying the right thing with this draft and free agency yeah. that we will pass them by next year. I don't think yeah. they're going to be a team that we're going to have to worry about for a decade. Well, I think that you're right. We certainly have the potential to be the best team in this division. And if we continue to draft well and do what we've done with this young team, the future looks extremely bright. Of course, a we huge have a, part of that you know, we have a gift. has to do with Tua. With this Tunzel trade, we, with this Tunzel trade, we have a gift next year. We, we have potentially a top, top, top seven pick. Plus the, their second round pick too, you know. So we basically have gifts in that in that draft that you know no one else has. You know, we, you know we have a potential year that you can make the playoffs and still be in the top seven. That's incredible, you know. Plus your own pick too. So we we can yeah, we do a lot of damage in this draft if we. It's do the very right rare. Thing, I know the you know? Patriots have had that opportunity yeah. a few times this this decade, uh, but yeah, I mean you 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 have Minka and you have Tunsil, so. You, for right now, for anybody uh, following it, it's no, still the number it's six Minka. pick forget in about, the trap. Forget about that Minka. Forget about the Minka play. We have the Texans' second round pick too from that same puzzle trade. We have one and two this year. Right. So yeah, you know, obviously so you have uh, yeah yeah you have some some you have a lot of good picks to play with. Um, but you still have yep. the Minka. You know you still have the Minka um, trade right for the second round right. We don't have three first rounders, right? It's the second rounder, I think. Right. Well, year. we used we we already used um. Yeah, we used one. Of, yeah, the make it. One. We have a, so we we have had two, two last next year. year or something. Yeah, I think okay, we had so two we this year. Two this right? year, so we don't have anything from Mika. We have two from Tunsil this year. We have one and two from the Texans, I believe. I don't think there's anything yeah. from Mika left. No. Tunsil Kenny Stills, which, by the way, I was going to tell you, uh, was was actually very close to being a Miami Dolphin again. I don't know if you've heard what went on with yeah, this. Yeah, you know, but, I forgot um, to talk about that last week, and, like, basically Flores didn't really want him. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that correct? I had, I, I don't know. I hadn't heard that Flores, that was the guy that put I just know that it was very close, and they decided to, you know, to not go in that direction right now. But um, it, was, it was much closer than – than uh, you know, we we thought it would be. Um, you know, like or, I mean, uh, I think I, you know, I meant to mention that last week. I, I thought I, I think it was stupid not doing it. I mean, you know, you have a ton of injuries at this position right now. You know, so you would have signed Stills, but you don't like Stills. I, I would. I don't, but I think you know, what's yeah. our situation right now. You know, I, I think yeah. guy, guy comes in, he knows he knows the offense. He's been there yeah. before. You know. But does he know the I, offense, I, though? I the, it's a completely different offense. You from last year? You, you I think so. Game. I mean, he was traded real early, right? Yeah. He was traded very early. Chan Gailey now yeah. is your offensive coordinator. I guess so, but I'm saying, you know, he's been there before. I, I don't think it's really would be really no, good I, for him to pick this. You know, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I thought you would be totally uh, against it, but – um, I'm not a big you know, Stills guy, but I figured you'd get him back for nothing after you got, you know, after you yeah. worked this deal out last year, and 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 you you were in a position where you need a guy like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think it would have been a no-brainer, even if you didn't even use him that much. It wouldn't have been stupid, you know. Well, 
I yeah, I I know. There's a lot of positives for it. I don't know if it'll be a no-brainer because he left guys, on very bad you terms. Got three guys, you got three guys out, you know, right now. He left on bad he terms. Left on bad terms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I so I don't know what those bad terms were. Obviously, with your what yeah. you're throwing into this mix means that maybe the bad terms were a little bit worse than we thought, and 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 uh, Flores didn't want to deal with it again. Yeah, probably. You know. Point. So if what yeah, you said is correct, that's probably uh, somewhat, yeah. you know, in the factor, right? Yeah. But, uh, but look, I was the yeah, Arvid Stills guy. I know that. Yeah. But, uh, just saying, with the situation we're in now, I, I thought it was a no-brainer. You know. Yeah, I thought it might happen too, uh, but you know what? Those other guys, I guess they want to see what they have in those other guys, and it was a game time decision. Remember, we were talking about this, and. As of Sunday or Saturday night, it looked like all four, when I throw Bobby yeah, McCain in there, all four were going to play, and I none know. of them wound up playing. So no, that was no. surprise. And and then and then I think when you see that, you gotta you know you gotta really hand it to them. They missed those four guys, and uh, were able to step up and get that victory. Um, so you know there, there was a lot of things, a lot of positives came out of that. Uh, that you have to be, you know, pretty pretty happy with, um, and you know we'll we'll see. There's a lot of things that are going on with this team that if they continue to go in this direction, uh, you know, you have to like. Um, but their schedule, uh, which we're going to talk about next segment, is very difficult. And uh, you know that uh, that seventh spot, which they're clinging on to right now, doesn't seem like it's going to you know get any easier. And with Cleveland last night, uh, know. you know, winning, uh, which is just, you know, so mm-hmm. aggravating because they couldn't hold the lead, uh, you know, when you needed them to beat the Ravens and then to to now win again, them in Indianapolis, you know, still standing strong there and Baltimore with a very, very easy schedule and uh, obviously an experienced team. You know what? Um, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but let's take a quick break because we're at the break right now, and I'll have it for you when we come right back. We'll take a quick break right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Mercury Morris. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. No matter which way you go, 
comments, Pacatello Show at Yahoo.com, and check us right on uh, iTunes uh, to get our, our uh, show delivered right on your phone each week, uh, right after we uh, record, and you can check any uh, old ones as well uh, right there. Okay, so Rich, as we were talking about, uh, the seventh seed, the Dolphins uh, uh, hanging on to, uh, and the schedule not friendly for the Miami Dolphins. Now, they have, uh, we're playing Saturday night against the Raiders. Uh, at 8 o'clock, and then we got uh, up in Buffalo. Now, you asked about the Ravens. The Ravens have the easiest <laughs> schedule. Uh, they're also 9-5, of five, and they play the Giants at home, and then they go to the Cincinnati to play the Bengals. So they got the Giants, and then at Bengals is the Ravens' yeah, the schedule. Giants in a bye week, in other words. Well, yeah, you mean, you would think. You would think. I mean, it's, I mean the, who knows. The Bengals are in that The Bengals probably right now are probably the worst team in football. And we're going to see that right now because aren't they playing the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers in, in, a, in a little no, while? It's, it's, a, it's a joke, yeah. They're, they're in a net. Now, they're 9-5 and five right now, the, the Ravens. So, like, the, the chances yeah. of them losing, it's not impossible. But, they, you know, you can see that it's very friendly. You would have to win out to keep that spot, I believe. You would have to. Pretty because much Because so. if they, if they yeah. win two – you know, you have to you have to win. Now, if you want to look at the other teams that are there, uh, the Browns, for for instance, right? The Browns have ten yes. wins, so they'd have to lose out. <clears throat> so, who do the Browns play? They're at the New York Jets, and then they play mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Now, they just lost in that stadium to the Giants, and the big story is the New York Jets beat the number one defense in the NFL <laughs> and, uh, and maybe cost themselves the first pick in the draft by doing so. Isn't that, that fantastic? That, that, is the, yeah. that is the best game of yesterday. That, that makes me so happy that even when they win, they lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But now, th- to be fair, they're not out of it yet, right? I mean, there's two more games to go, and Jacksonville. I don't know what Jacksonville's schedule. Oh no, who, that's what I was just going to ask you. Who's Jacksonville's oh, schedule? I, I looked at it before. Let me see. Uh, let me look at it again. It's they're not they're not winning one of these games. So I now is Jacksonville one of them? And how many wins does Cincinnati have? Cincinnati's got two. They've Jaguars, got two. Ja- I'm sorry, Jaguars end up <laughs> the Bears. And the Colts at the Colts. The Bears and the Colts. Okay, so yeah. basically, yeah, Bye-bye. yeah. Um, <laughs> Good night. The mayor of Jacksonville sent the Jets a thank you note yesterday. <laughs> Thanks for Lawrence. <laughs> well, 
But, yeah, you would think, I mean, yeah, you would think that they lose, you know, but who knows? I mean, the Bears are a weird team. The weird stuff happens. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's the schedule. Now, listen, uh, so, so, so the Browns then played the Jets. Now, I guess anything could happen. The Jets are on a roll. A lot of those guys aren't going to be back next year. So they're going to play the game. They just, they're off a big victory. I think the Rams are a better team than the Browns, but uh, who knows? So, but, the, I mean, they would have to lose that game, and then they play the Steelers, which, you know, they could obviously lose. But, uh, so this Jet game, very important, because yeah, Cleveland the, would have the, to the lose out. The Pittsburgh game. The, the problem with the Pittsburgh game is, with is are the Pittsburgh going to be playing for anything? Are they going to be well, resting both, everybody, which they probably well, are? Well, I don't you right? keep saying that, but they both are playing for that number two seed. And maybe the one seed, really. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Well, it depends. I guess it depends what's... No, I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, They're one lot, game away from the one seed right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So who would pack it Kansas in? Kansas City keeps winning. They can't keep it up. But, you know, a lot of teams pack it in the last game of the year. No, but I'm trying to tell on. you, I don't think there's any way that they would they would not have something no. to play for. Well, they're one game behind the number one seed right now. And Buffalo's one game yeah, behind them for the number two seed. Okay. There's only two games left. Right. So no matter what happens, they're going to – but, you know, I don't know how important you think that two seed is. That's how, yeah, Maybe that's it's the thing. better argument. I mean, you're, they're going to play Roethlisberger the whole game if they're going into the playoffs. I don't know. You know. Well, on a normal year, you 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 would go all out because that's a buy. But right. it's not yeah, anymore. It's not anymore. Yeah, so I don't know how different. how important you count that anymore. That's my point. Yeah. Like you know, usually the number two seed is is a huge thing. Yeah, because you're you're winning the division anyway, so you're going to get a home game. So what's the difference? Right. I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Like a, a matchup, yeah. I guess is the difference. I mean, yeah, I said are, are to they you, be looking at matchups and see if it's more important. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, it's a weird thing this kind year. Of, it's, it's very strange. Yep. yep. You know, I said to you, the scenario, the Miami Dolphins scenario, assuming they win out and get that nine, that 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 seventh seed. I mean, they're basically going to be looking at going to Pittsburgh or Buffalo. Yeah, That's where that. it would yeah. pretty much line up. I mean, I'm assuming Kansas yeah. City. And by the way, Rich, I mean, how 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 glad are you right now that the Kansas City Chiefs have a loss? Oh, I know. I was thinking about yesterday too. I mean, it, that would be brutal. That Maybe one would be rough. Off, that, that would be rough because that could happen. I mean, there's no question. I mean, I wouldn't want to have to wait until the Super Bowl there. Yeah, know, I wouldn't want them the, to be undefeated yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, the NFC doesn't really scare me too much. Yeah. You know, with with um, Breeze being not 100%, and, you know, that's scary. Yeah. I, you, I, you know. Like, I have to root for Tampa Bay or something against them. Oh, well, I God. guess you, you overlook Green Bay a lot. I would say they're probably the top dog. They are. I just don't like don't them. Don't you? So I, so I don't think about no, them. I don't yeah, either. I don't really are. like I don't like New Orleans either. You love New Orleans. No. I don't love them. They're the lesser evil of somebody. It doesn't really bother me if they would win. I just cannot stand, you know, Rodgers. I just, you know, he's one of those ones that irks me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the NFC's a weird, 
and you know, I would say probably Green Bay. I think would would hold out the best. You know, people diminish the home field advantage now because of this fan thing. I don't really yeah, think I it's mean, a I mistake. I think it's well, not think the same, but I think I think it can be very important depending on the matchup. And a perfect example of that is the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints, if they have to travel to Green Bay, that's a night and day game than if they were playing that in the dome. Yeah, that that you know that way weather condition I could see you're right. But okay, they so lose we, the, a lot of their home field advantage. I understand the, they don't have to deal with weather, but they lose that noise factor. You know, Seattle too. You know, they lose that noise factor being at home without crowds. Of I mean, course, big fight, of, of you know? course. But you can't say that that's still not going to hold a big advantage to certain teams like Tampa and New Orleans happen to go to those cold places. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, you know, definitely does, but it's, you know, without that crazy noise, like, you know, in those domes and, you know, and the way the Seattle is, I mean, that's a, they lose that, that advantage. I mean, that's a huge advantage for them. Yeah. I think Seattle and New Orleans, you know, live off of more than anybody. It definitely is a factor, but I'm just trying to say there is still a big factor that comes into play with a lot of these teams. AFC, maybe not so much, because a lot of these AFC teams, besides us, are built for really physical cold weather play. Like if you go through it, Buffalo, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Tennessee Titans, uh, you know, they, they are Baltimore Ravens. Those teams are built to be in cold weather physical games, every one of them. And you can make you know, say like – I'll tell you something. That, that's a team nobody really wants to play in the playoffs. I think Tennessee is going to really – Absolutely. I think they're going to go on Absolutely. run here, which they got a real good shot. Because they're they're a team that you know no one really wants them. It's the most interesting thing in the AFC is who could beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Because if somebody can beat the Kansas City Chiefs, it's yep. really up for grabs with four teams. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, if it, yep. it, it, assuming the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be defeated and not go to the Super Bowl, there are four teams that can can win. And, you know, like, it wouldn't be a surprise is my point. Like, Pittsburgh could win. That wouldn't be a surprise. I'm already taking the Chiefs off the table. I'm telling you somebody beat them already, upset them. If they're out of the mix, Pittsburgh could go to the Super Bowl. Tennessee could go to the Super Bowl. Baltimore could go to the Super Bowl. You know, those Buffalo could go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you take them out of the mix. I don't include us because I don't, you know, it's no, just, there there's so much. Yeah, there's just so much that, you know, we still have to prove. I didn't put Indianapolis in there either. And I didn't put Cleveland in there because as much as I'm aggravated at what they did yesterday, I still think they're the Cleveland Browns. You know, they showed you know, me you that. Don't, you don't really, you don't really bug me yesterday. This, this freaking moron judge on the on the Giants. Take the three points. Three times in Twice. a row. What are you doing? Yeah, three times. Three times. Three times. What are you I know. doing? You could have been up I nine know. nothing. You, you're not as good as them. Take the points. What are you doing? Yeah, so stupid. And you know, let me just oh, throw one other thing. last night. Yeah, it was aggravating. Let me just throw one other thing into this mix here with the the playoff spot. While we're on it, the other team is the Colts. Who are, are ten and six, I believe, right? Yep. They have they're at Pittsburgh, and then they play Jacksonville. 
So the one thing I was thinking of when the Jets were winning this game, I was thinking to myself, yeah, they could blow the number one pick. Unfortunately, in our playoff situation, the team that is the pivot team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, for us not to win out, we would need the Jacksonville Jaguars to win a game. That's the that's the lousy part of it, because Jacksonville plays both the Colts and and, and the and the Ravens. You know, we gotta win out. That's basically we gotta win out. Again, you, you know the more you know the way it is. No one ever helps us, and you know that as well no. as I do. No, we're never gonna fall on our own if we lose. This one especially, uh, we're gonna have to win out. And I don't remember when it was. Was it maybe the 2017 run, or what, what, what year was that when we went to Pittsburgh for the playoff game? Was that 17? Oh, well, with Tannehill, you mean when he got hurt? Yeah. So it was more. Yeah, was it? yeah 17, I believe. 17. Yeah. Uh, I think it was that year. We were in a similar thing, and we wound up winning five in a row to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a win out, and it was tough teams. Maybe even – I don't yeah. remember, you know, teams, but I remember it being like we were saying, well, they got to they gotta win at least three of these. And when they got to win at least four of these, and then yeah. they're going to have to win out. And they did. And there was yeah, teams there that we said they're definitely not going to win this game. Hey, look, you know, so, you got to win Saturday night, and then, you know, look, it's win or go home. It's, you got to treat the last game against Buffalo like a playoff game. That's all. Yeah, yeah, but you got to get past with the Raiders first. You can't let down against the Raiders. No, no, you know? absolutely, and, you, know, you cannot overlook that. We're we're a better team than them. We we should be able to handle them. But you got to yeah. win that game. That's that's the you know bottom line. And then you know what? I'll take a winner go home game against Buffalo. You know, you will because we're not going to beat Buffalo. I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be happy. But you know, my feeling too. I'd rather have. You know, I'd rather us not make the playoffs than get blown out by five touchdowns in the playoffs. You know, even uh, with even with right now. even with a young team that you can get like you can yeah, get all these team. guys some playoff experience. Look, no, so I you can get two. You can get two to play a playoff game. You don't want that. Not if not if we get destroyed. No, I don't want to see that again. The the last two would just hurt me to, to no end. You know, and wait uh, wait Whoa. this long to get back there. I don't want to freaking lay an egg. You know, well, I don't look, think we, we got destroyed game, against Pittsburgh. I don't think we got destroyed against Pittsburgh. I mean, that we Matt Moore play. Well, yeah, but that Matt Moore play changed the whole game. We were I going understand. in for a touchdown. Yeah. The it guy gets roughed up. We wound up getting a twenty. I know. I remember. And not, you know, I mean, and and if Tannehill played that game, you know, we had a we chance to win. So I'm not yeah, saying listen, we weren't going to win that game, but we didn't get blown out. The Ravens game, we got blown out. I got you there. I hear what you're saying. But but we didn't get blown out in that Pittsburgh game. So, you know, other than you – nobody wants to get blown out. And the last time the Buffalo Bills won, to play, won a playoff game, I think, was against us in that 95 thing, which was a similar scenario. We had to play up there the for the last game yeah. and then go back up there for the wild card game, which was a disaster. Shulu's yeah. last game, the wind blowing, 38 to 30. Oh, it was just terrible. It was terrible. Yep. So, yeah, I don't want that experience either. I'm just saying that I think, and not for momentum or any of that stuff like you try to pin on me, just for the 
experience of this young, young team with two in that, any playoff experience has to help you down the line, I would think. I don't think it, I really I don't think do. it matters, though. I've seen more teams Why? come out of nowhere and just win. And then, and, and, you know, the, the, I don't think there's a progression, Pat. I really don't. I mean, look, we yeah, got to the playoffs. It, it, when, in 08, we thought that was a progression. We haven't. It took us eight years to get back there. Yeah, you what's know? the big difference, though? You're kind of missing what I'm saying, though. You're kind of missing what yeah, I'm saying. I'm not looking at it from a team standpoint. I'm looking at it from a quarterback standpoint. The big difference in 08 was Chad Pennington. You really had no yeah. quarterback after that. Chad Pennington no. had an unbelievable year. He got hurt in the yeah. first game of the year. The second game of the year, team was never the same. Yeah. Chad Henney couldn't win a game to save his life, and the team was never the same. It's a yeah. you know, it's a quarterback league. So my my point is for a quarterback, I'm saying that you know. But I I guess you're right. I mean, I don't know what before the Chiefs went on their run. Mahomes did play a year before that, had some experience, I believe. So you know, right? That's that's all I'm saying is that maybe it would help the young guys. You know, this is a young team, and especially two. I'm really looking at it from a quarterback standpoint. But listen, I, I guess you're right. If the team gets good enough, I, I guess Tua could, you know, just step in there and, and win. You know, but I, I think it helps you. I do think it helps you. I, I think if you look at all the Super Bowl winning young quarterbacks, they all had experience before they went on that run. Every one of them, pretty much, Rich. To, to just step in your first playoff game. And then go to the Super Bowl. It's rare. Yeah, very rare. You know that. That's my point with that. That's all I'm saying there. So, all right, we'll take our final break. Uh, come on back, and we'll look ahead to the Raiders game. This is Don Nottingham, former Miami Dolphin. You're listening to Pat Catello's Miami Dolphin Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello joined alongside Rich Van Zant. Come to the final stretch here uh, as uh, we'll lead you right up to this uh, game, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, and, and I guess that could have some kind of ramifications on that number two seed. Uh, as Rich said, I think the Bengals are probably more in contention of having that number one pick. Um, so I don't know where it's that kind of goes. Right? Yeah. They're they're inept. I mean, you know, I mean, oh, Burroughs got hurt and everything, but the, for them to be like a two-win team again, unbelievable, right? I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, they, uh... they really went in without like a plan for a backup, and they really made a bad decision there. I mean, they should have brought in somebody with some kind of experience. I mean, I think there's Ryan Finley is starting for them tonight. I mean, it, it's really embarrassing. They have no one. Yeah, well, who... Well, who did they have before that? Somebody else got hurt, right? Well, no, they Finley have, wasn't. No, they really they, never they, had any good backup. They, they no, went not in there. Good, they got good. rid of. Uh, yeah, who they, played they had those? Another guy who's just not good. Yeah, I mean he stinks too. A I mean, veteran like, guy, they, right? They should have brought in. They should have brought in a veteran. You know, I understand they wanted Burroughs to start, but you should have brought in some kind of caddy in just in case this happened. You know, to right. be totally you know, inept after that. Is bad. Well, from your theory, though, this is probably better for them. You're the kind of guy who, you know, you adapt the suck for luck attitude. Yeah, but I mean, you so just if you were a Bengals fan, you really want to do that? I, I don't know. Well, it's just do, do the Bengals, do, though, bro. They don't spend money. Do what, though? It's not a good Do point. what? Why would what, you want to, like, if he got hurt, why would you Why would you want to win the next two games? Like, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't it go against it? Wouldn't you rather have the, the no, higher I'm pick? No, I'm saying win the two games, but you're going to end up with a second, you know, the, you're end up with a two-win season again. And your yes. team really isn't that good either, you know? I don't know. Right, but I'm saying in the they, overall they, picture, they really, that, isn't that what you like? Situa- I mean, it's a bad situation for this quarterback. That's my point. I mean, It is. It is. I understand. Me and you, soon, we disagree you know? philosophy-wise on this. I always think that losing breeds losing. I just do. I just think that when you have that mentality, that that's just going to stay the mentality. And when you start looking to lose to get draft picks, you're never getting out of that. I really believe that. And the teams that have gotten these top picks, you know, they've gotten the top picks because it almost like fell into them. And, you know, and then they just were able to turn their franchise around. But when you start adapting that mentality, it's very hard to get out of that. It really is, and that's why I didn't pay any attention to last year, and and you know wanting to lose out. I think you you know you wanted to many times. You had that mentality, and I just don't agree with it. I just think that it just breeds losing. So um, I'm glad we're not in that situation anymore. Uh, but you know, if you look at these young quarterbacks, and there's a lot of good ones, Rich. I mean, there's a lot of really young, good quarterbacks. We talked about this, and it seems like it's gotten better since we did, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see how teams take that next step because it's just, it's more than a quarterback, obviously. Like you're saying, I mean, they have Burroughs. Unfortunately, he's off a very bad injury now, so you got that to contend with as well. But, um, you know, but you, you do need a lot of other parts to do that, you know. Well, speaking speaking of Kansas City, we never mentioned this. Edwards really got hurt bad yesterday. I was just, that's that my next thing. Back? That's that's my next thing to tell you. Um, you know, your your guy uh, Edwards is it's very it's a shame. It looked pretty nasty last night. Um, so I haven't uh, heard anything I today. Did you? 
I haven't heard anything official, um, but uh, you know, it 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 did look like a very nasty uh, uh, injury, and you know, I hope that he can come back for the year. But uh, um, boy, it looked like he tore his knee out. That's what it looked. I never saw anybody get bent like that. The way he got bent, it was like I mean, almost like that leg was just all by itself. I mean, it was bad. It was. Reports, I, it was crazy. The yeah, I, I've seen guys. I, I have seen guys get back like that. It just doesn't end well, you know. I mean, I've seen no. seen even worse than that. But um, apparently, uh, he he suffered a hip and ankle injury. So that really? I guess is you know usually that happens when your knee is really strong. Unfortunately, that kind of ended Bo's career. But um, because of yeah. that, but. Uh, they're, they're doing an MRI, and uh, what they're saying is he's done for the regular season, but a chance to return for the playoffs. That's where they're going with that. So we hope the best for him. I mean, you know that that would be uh, that would be a shame for him to have you know the year that he's having and and uh, to have an end like that. You know, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, kind of how that it's goes. Kansas City. You know, I mean, you know, you can talk all you want about Bell. This kid was better. You know. Well, they brought Bell in late, and you know it's not about being better. I mean, they brought Bell in late, and Bell's been playing very well for them. So you got to like tip your hat that they they did get Bell. I mean, it turned out to be you know a great move on their part, obviously. Right. That Bell's not playing like him. He's put you know he comes in there in you know situations and he's doing okay. He's not you know he's not Adrian Peterson twenty years ago. You know what I'm saying? He's playing okay. He's not playing like. Like Bell was playing with Pittsburgh. No, it was but a good it's, move uh, they brought him in, but it's, it's definitely a downgrade. I mean, they're definitely not as scary without this kid. You know, I think it's a great move that they brought him in at this point, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's definitely a downgrade from what they had. We'll see. I mean, you know, if Bell plays the way he played, you know, I mean, which he can, he's starting to play like Bell again. You know, he, he is starting to play like Bell again. To what extent? I mean, he he, he plays really. Situations. Yeah, well, he, he has played play, lousy has, with the Jets. Yeah, that's my point. The load for the first, yeah, of course. You know, and now he, and now he's starting to show uh, glimpses of you know of what he can do yeah. again. I mean, he's he's, he's uh, I mean, he's got you know something like I don't know three hundred yards or something already. You know, so he's starting to. He's starting to play like Le'Veon Bell, so we'll see, I guess, where that ends up. But imagine if they didn't have him. Oh, I know. I know. You know, that's my point on it, you know. Yeah. Um, if they didn't have him, it could be detrimental. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm not a Chiefs guy. I don't, kind of don't want them yeah, to dominate. Oh, I know. You yeah. know, but um, I don't know. It's like a weird thing, you know. Uh I mean, you know, Hilaire's been playing very nice. It's not like the guy broke a thousand yards either, though, Rich. I mean, you you know, don't make too much out of him. He's having a really nice year. I think he's under five touchdowns, and I think he's got like, uh, uh, I think he's under a thousand yards. Well, they're not a running team either. 
know? no. I mean, the, 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 you know, I mean, it is what it is. We know where their strength is, you know. But having guys that can do that, you know, when you have that kind, I mean, there's, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey, need we say anything else? And then Tyreek Hill, no. I mean, that's deadly enough. You know, when you have a yep. guy that they can then run the ball. That's why I'm saying, like, Levy and Bell could fit in there. If he plays well, they might be able to, you know, to, to surpass this because of that move, which we both kind of were shaking our heads a little bit when it happened. We were both kind of surprised yeah, when they you know, made the move. You know, because you know, Bell, you know, Bell's not a good guy either. And that's one of the reasons I was surprised about it. You know? Not, not a, good a good guy, guy. As, far as, as far as what, though? Teammate. He's a, he gets into trouble, and he's a, how do you, he's a pain in the butt. Yeah. He's a pain in the butt when you yeah. judge it from that contract and how that all went. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But do we know yeah. – I mean, what, what what do we know about him as far as being a good guy in the locker room and that? I mean, I know there was some instance – you know, guys like that change, especially when they get humbled. And there was also insolence with, with law enforcement. He always is getting in trouble. There was always some kind of nonsense going on, you know? I yeah I don't know what that that was he's got he's got a bad uh, law enforcement yeah problems and stuff absolutely but but they're yep. but they're cleared up yeah it's nothing nothing pending now it's when he was with Pittsburgh really you know so uh, but yeah, I, mean, I guess we'll see trouble. you know he's he's basically for hire right now so um yep you know for the remaining games that they have I'm sure they're very glad that they have him on their roster right now yep you know yeah there's and, no uh, question about it. You know, yeah. So it's it's wide open. I think all over the place. I mean, you know, it's like I think there's like there's probably four teams in each conference to have a shot. You know, maybe the NFC well, is two, but you know, two really? Yeah. But don't you think really? Green Bay and the Saints can go? I really don't think there's anyone else. So Seattle and uh, and Tampa, you just you don't think they have any shot? Nah, I don't think so. No. No, Seattle would have to go on the road and win, and I don't see that happening. I don't know if I'm ready to count them out. I mean, I don't think their NFC is that strong if they get on a roll. I mean, Russell Wilson, you've seen what he did for the first eight weeks, getting yeah, on that kind of a pair again. It's not really Russell Wilson. I don't think the defense is that good, and they really don't no, have but a I'm good saying, running game. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, you've seen what Russell Wilson could do for the first eight weeks. Like, if he can get back yeah. on that kind of a run, they could beat anybody in the NFC. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying, like, you got to give them somewhat of a puncher's chance to do that. And as far as Tampa, I mean, they put up big numbers. I, yeah, obviously, they're very inconsistent. So, you know. Um, I, they're not the best team in their division. No. But, uh, you know, let's face it. The, the Saints. Yeah, but that's not the same Saints team. I don't think it's the They'll same Saints team. They'll be fine. I don't know that they will be fine. I mean, yeah, they'll be fine. What? Why will they be fine? I think there's dissension why? in the locker room. will be okay in a few weeks. I, I think, think he's okay now. What did you see yeah. in that game that showed that he wasn't okay? I don't. I think he was a little rusty yesterday. Yeah, of course he was a little rusty. But I'm saying, like, you know. It, yeah, of course he's a little bit rusty. I think that the, this layoff, I think there's dissension in there. A lot more than... You keep than, saying that. I don't, I don't think there is. I, I think you're crazy. I, I know you keep saying that, but I don't say it. I, I think without a doubt. Team, everyone knows it does. 
No, I think that because I think Breeze was not happy with the way that that they handled his injury. I think they they created it, you know, not a quarterback controversy, but I think that they created, you know, the glimpse of we're looking onto the future without Drew Brees when they didn't need to do that. I think Sean Payton made a lot of comments about that that he didn't need to make. I think him saying that Taysom Hill, I've seen the future, Taysom Hill is our future, had backfired on him to the point where they joke about Taysom Hill now. Like there's no chance that he is and he shouldn't have said that. You know, like you think that's not going to affect arguably, you know, one of the greatest passers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of his of his generation? You think that didn't bother him? You could see it bothered him. You could see how he was fighting with people. Of course it bothered him. It's Drew Brees. This isn't a clown. This guy's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. You think he's not taking that to heart? You You had the best quarterback leave to go to another setting. You think Drew Brees doesn't have that in him? You think he just sits back and says, okay, coach, who's Who's better? Who's the bigger name, Drew Brees or Sean Payton? Sean Payton's a great coach, but who's the bigger name? It ain't Sean Payton. No, I know. So, yes, I'm telling you, Rich, there's dissension there. I'm not saying that he's going to go out and, and, you know, they're going to be professional. There was dissension in the Green Bay locker room when Mike McCarthy was there. It was just the way it goes. You can't put down your number one quarterback like that. And then people saying, you know, that – they feel bad for Drew Brees that, you know, he really needed this game to show it's his team. You know, where's that come from? It comes from that nonsensical four-week, five-week span where he's out. You don't do that. The guy was playing very good. He broke 17 ribs, and all of a sudden you're going to create that because Taysom Hill? I mean, really? He's a nice gimmick quarterback. The guy's tough as nails. Taysom Hill is not going to be taking snaps for the New Orleans Saints for every every snap for the next five years. Not going to happen. You can mark my words on that. Taysom Hill will not be the next quarterback of the New Orleans Saints for, for a long period of time. He's not that kind of quarterback. Sean Payton will get tired of that, immediately get tired of that. Well, not he created fly. it. Yeah, he created you know, it because I think Sean, he – And they're paying this guy like $11 million a year. And, and, and Sean so Payton made a big mistake. Use, if they're not going to use – He made a big mistake. Thing, oh, then it's a huge mistake. It's, it is Is a huge Sean mistake. Admit that? He's going to have no choice but to admit that because they're not going to be winning 12 games every year with Taysom Hill as a quarterback. Yeah, maybe not. I don't like that style either. You know me. I can't stand it. You know, I don't even like don't it when like, it's used like, with Drew Brees. I don't, I don't like it the way we use it every once in a while. I can't no. stand it. You no, know? I mean, listen, Drew Brees doesn't like that. He never liked that. I, he may put well, up I with it now. We watched when they him. first did it, and they put him to the sidelines, he was disgusted. I know. Right. It, well, it disrupts your whole drive. That's why I can't stand uh, yes. it. We get to, like, the 20-yard line, you take two out, and you're doing this nonsense. You know, I can't yes. stand that stuff. Not necessary. So when you I say – We had to do a hook and lateral to get a two-point conversion yesterday. I mean, yeah. really? So when you say that you don't see what it is saying, you keep saying that, but I'll see – You do see it. You just don't want to admit you see it. Because he no, wasn't I, happy well, with it then. I, I, he certainly I, I, I wasn't happy with it then. But I don't think there was the session when Breeze was out. I don't think. I, I, what, you think there was like a, like there was chatter that he was never going to get his job back? 
No, it wasn't about him not getting his job back, but it was about even the comments last week that were made. That I, we're not uh, we're not even going to entertain. You know, I know he wants to play, but you know we're going to take this slow, and and uh, he's got to be a hundred percent improved. You know, just like making comments like you know that shouldn't have been made. You know, it's his team. I mean, it's one thing to say we yeah. want to make sure he's okay to play his health, but it wasn't in that line. It was almost to the point where. I honestly think they were playing a little bit of games with him. Like they're looking yeah. to make a transition, not this year, yeah. but possibly next year or down the road. And I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Listen, Drew Brees is, he's played a long time. He's had, he's had a few injuries, but they've been major injuries. I don't know what Drew Brees wants to do for the remainder of his career. I don't know how long he plans on playing. I don't know how this is going to end this year. But I can tell you right now, Drew Brees could have a chip on his shoulder. And, you know, stranger things have happened. There's a guy playing in Tampa Bay right now that you thought would never, ever have a, a different logo on his head. So we'll That's see. That's true. You know? But I, I, we'll I can't imagine goes. that Jameson Winston is their next quarterback either. No, I didn't say that either. I didn't say that either. Yeah. I know, I know no, you did, but I'm saying that, no. I don't think that's the direction they're going in either. No, no, know? they're in trouble. That's my my point yeah. is that they they put themselves in trouble. Is my point. Yeah. By by making stupid comments about Taysom Hill and overhyping him, I don't care how much he's paying him right now. He's not that kind of quarterback. And and to hype him up like they're going to make – he made it seem like I've seen the future and it's Taysom Hill, and we're going to make a transition that you're not even going to see the difference. He kind of insinuated that. Like we're just going to smoothly of, flow. What's that? What do you What do you think about uh, the future of Cam Newton? Yeah, I don't see him there in the future. I, I Listen, I'm going to stick to what I said. I think Belichick will make a hard – run to see if he can get Garoppolo back in the off season. I really believe that. I think that he's going to certainly flirt that out there. Um, I, I think that that might be a move that he's able to do. If that doesn't happen, I still think he looks to, to get another quarterback, depending on how long he plans on being there. And I think his son is the factor in that, in that, you know, he wants his son to take over, and if he sees his son there, he'll stick around, try to rebuild his team. I think this team, you know, has signs of rebuilding, but they need other weapons. I can see Cam being there just to kind of get over that hump. You know, well, you, you think his get... son's going to be like a head coach that quickly? No, I think he would have to see if he plans on – if he sees his son moving in there, I think he's going to want to build this team back to be a, a – Super Bowl, Super Bowl contending team, and then maybe make the move. But to do that, he's got to rebuild it. He's taken a step. They're not that far off, you know, in the direction. But the quarterback situation, I don't see Cam Newton being there to turn it around that quick. I think he's going to want to get another type of quarterback in there, you know. Um, so well, I don't we'll see. I, don't think, I think I think he, I think Cam Newton's falling out of favor there too. You know, I think they had oh, on the wall that he's not going to be back. I think Cam Newton fell out of favor of their uh, the COVID week. I think that the luster of him wore off, and they were losing games. And yeah, I, I, I if you're talking fan wise, I think that's long gone up there for him. No, not fan wise. I'm thinking, I'm thinking organization wise, like Belichick wise. I don't think he's back. I think they go in a different direction next year. Yeah. And I, I think Cam's going to have a very hard time finding another starting gig. 
Yeah, I do too. I think this is probably the end of the road. Yeah, okay. I, do, I do too. I don't think there's anything much after that. All right, well, we're out of time for this evening, so uh, we'll see you next week and see if the Dolphins take care of the Raiders like like me and Richard said. they got to take care of that first, and then we'll hopefully come back here uh, and uh, talk about the final week going up to Buffalo. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Merry Christmas. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power off 